FM Rewind. Wow, We've got the national spokesperson of Action SA um, right now, Lerato Ngobeni, as we are speaking to her about this. Well, Rato, thank you so much for joining us on Area Code. And just before you went on the line, I really, really honestly am wondering how low can one go to pose such a threat to the nation to say that grants are going to be retracted or you will not receive grants should you not vote for the ruling party. And I mean this in the most respectful way ever. But what does that actually mean? Like, what is it that we're supposed to be thinking as a South African citizens come the elections this year? Um, So so good morning to you and also good morning to your viewers. Um, You know, I say Happy New Year because, you know, some of us have got a a positive outlook on life. And so we are grateful that it's 2024 and finally South Africans, um, you know, can see the snakes for who they really are. Um, The the wheels are coming off and you see that uh, the ruling party is, at war with itself. You see the Secretary General saying one thing, the chairperson says the next thing, the president goes off uh, the rockers. You can see that this is a, a ship that is uh, has got a hole at the bottom and the water is seeping in. Um, it is very, very concerning that we have a president who goes around the country opening taps uh, when taps should have been opened a long time ago. In fact, multiple taps, not just one. Um, and so we found it quite outrageous um, what the president said to to the people. And that's why we responded in the way that we have. Um, and that is why we were setting the record straight to say there is nothing like that. The the um, social relief fund and the grant uh, system is not the ANC system. That is taxpayers' money. Uh, and that is what we'll do uh, in terms of looking after our people, knowing that we've got such a high uh, you know, unemployment. And instead of coming up with a situation where you have a great plan for uplifting the economy and getting people back to work so that they don't have to rely on grants, uh, simply tells you that we have an uncaring government that does not believe in giving people the dignity of work. Because if people are working, they don't need your handout of 350 rand. And so we... Absolutely, um, uh, you know, dismayed and we scorn upon what the president's utterances were to the people. You sound very angry as well there. <laughs> Look, you, you, you know, um, we, we've got to channel our anger and we've got to be angry. Um, if you're not angry enough, then the situation does not bother you enough. Uh, mm. And that we, we have been living under this. I mean, it is palpable in the air. You, you drive around South Africa uh, and yes, there are some good things, but you can't have a, a country where things are good for some. Right. So uh, as Mandela used to say, President Mandela used to say, you know, may his soul rest in peace. He used to say, you know, um, none of us are free if all of us are not free. Mm. And so we can't have some of us who are able to drive on, you know, manicured roads because they have been built by uh, residents associations, you know, in, in, in country estates and golf estates. And then you have others who, you know, uh, I don't know if you saw in Bumarang, I think it was last year, where the MEC, the road had to be paved had to be literally be fixed for her to be able to pass through it to go reach that community. Just because she was arriving that day. You know, what happens to residents on a, day, on a daily basis? I mean, these are all the issues that we're facing in the country. And so to, to, to have the number of people on social grants at 350 rand, as we have seen, and it's growing, 
right? And you have a smaller number of people who can contribute to, to tax uh, and the tax base is shrinking, does not make sense. You don't have to be rocket science to understand that. And so the president must not fool the people. The ANC government must not fool the people. That money is not the ANC's money. In fact, the ANC has no money. You've seen they were even struggling to pay their own bills. They were struggling to even pay their own employees who been working providers. for them, yeah. you know, free of charge and service providers. So that money is not the ANC's money. That is a state money. That is government money. And before it can go anywhere, there's public participation. We have checks and balances in this country. And our people need to wake up to the fact that the reality that the ANC has gotten us used to does not have to be that way. <laughs> the system is created in a way that we are supposed to be a nation that looks after its people. And it's about time that our people get to choose leaders who they can put them on a, on a, on a short leash. To say we are literally putting you guys on a, on a term if you fail to do certain things over a period of time, we will deal with you come election time. It's high time that South Africa wakes up to that to that reality and that level of action and scrutiny. Um, but honestly you know, speaking, towards, towards political leaders. Sorry to have to cut you off there, Lerato, but honestly speaking, I guess that seems to show that the ANC can see that they are quite in trouble come this year. Um, I mean, usually they would be arrogant and pompous about so many things, but having to put out such a statement simply shows that you are really scared. You know, um, the, it's arrogance, right? So for the longest time, uh, we, you know, South Africa was, uh, you know, uh, entertained by leaders who would say, uh, if the rent falls, we'll pick it up, you know. Um, so it was entertaining, right? It was, it was, we were consuming that. It was funny. You know, you have leaders, you know, a, a, a journalist asked the question and they asked the question back to the journalists as if, they are not accountable to the people. The journalist doesn't ask questions for their own sake. They ask the question so that the people get to be informed. And so you can see that we, we have allowed people to disrespect us. We have allowed them to believe that they are entitled to the spaces that they occupy. And it is a high time now that South Africans have a democracy that is maturing and that we fight for our rights and we demand our rights. Because at this current juncture, I can tell you now for free. You know, sometimes because we still, our country is still, you know, fairly stable, so to speak, compared to other African countries who have experienced disaster. We, we live under this veil as if it can never happen to us. You know, we always talk about how Zimbabwe used to be the breadbasket of Southern Africa at some point. And now uh, millions of Zimbabweans are in South Africa looking for better opportunities. You know, my sense, I always say, when we, we did a border post, uh, border tour last year, and I was like, you know what, we might as well just, you know, adopt Zimbabwe and make it, a, you know, a 10th province or something and then cut it up and we end up with 20 provinces uh, in South Africa because half of the people of Zimbabwe are here. Why would they be here if, if their own spaces are functional? And it is a result of being unable to deal with, you know, the autocratic rule. We have not had one uh, despotic ruler in South Africa in, in, in the sense that the Zimbabweans had Mugabe for over four years. But we have had a despotic party. It's one and the same thing. It doesn't matter that you've changed different ANC leaders. You've just literally been living under an autocratic, despotic ANC government that has not served the people. You should see these watches that some of these, uh, the watches that they wear. And some of the, those watches could actually literally put some kids through school for two years. 
going to, to regular school. And so my outrage and my anger is that of a citizen who believed in, 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 in this ruling party. But we're not here to lament what they, what they have done. We are saying that there are people in South Africa who are looking forward to a South Africa that is better, a South Africa that we wanted when we, when we achieved democracy in 1994, and, and a South Africa that everybody deserves. Every single citizen of this country deserves to have uh, an opportunity to go to a good school, deserves to have you know, a social welfare program that gives them dignity and a pathway to employment and not to be sitting on a social grant for the rest of your life. That social grant is not supposed to keep you on social welfare. It's supposed to tie you over until you have a job opportunity. Now, that is a function of a government that is stable, that creates an enabling environment for entrepreneurs, for business to create more jobs so that our people can go back to work. Assuming that you're saying that you as Action SA will do that, um, can you then guarantee people to say that should you vote maybe for a different party or Action SA for that matter, that simply means that you're going to be creating jobs for people and how easy is it really? So this is one other thing that we always say in Action SA. Government can never create jobs. Government does not create jobs. A government has got no capacity to create jobs because a government in and of itself is not necessarily a meritocracy, not a meritocracy, but a a profit-making business. A government is supposed to create a legislative framework that makes it easy for those who are uh, creators of jobs, like entrepreneurs, guys who come in and have new ideas and have startups and SMMEs and are able to, to function in that space, for it to be easy, for red tape to be less, for labor laws to be easier, so that people are able to hire people. You know, it's so hard now to hire South Africans because our labor laws are so draconian. We need to ease that so that people who are able to create jobs for the people are able to do that the most optimal uh, environment. Currently, we can't because we've relied on a government that says they're going to create jobs. Anytime a government or a political party promises you that it's going to give you more jobs, it's lying. Well, Anytime they do that, it is lying. So what we want to do is to create an environment where uh, private sector can thrive because private sector creates jobs. New ideas in the private sector create jobs. And that's what we want to do, and that's what we intend to do. You know that we are led by a a, a president and a man who did exactly that, who knows exactly what needs to be done. And so he has built a successful business for over 40 years, and we want to inject that kind of energy and that kind of wisdom and knowledge, and also to have other business people who can trust in what we are offering so that they come back into the fold. Because business currently does not trust the political process, does not trust the political establishment, Whatever investment they give us, they do not trust that the, the, the state can create a, a, an environment where a, you know, it is safe and that the investment will be safe and that there will be a return on, on the investment. We need to change that. Well, I think that's the most honest answer that we have gotten from a political party when it comes to unemployment in this country. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us, Salarato. It is a pleasure. We look forward to 2024, whether it comes in May or in August. You can postpone it. It's like pregnancy. You can lie that you're pregnant, but at the end of the day, nine months is going to come, and we want to see that baby. So we are very much ready um, for that battle and that fight, and we 
pray and hope that South Africa will prevail and that, you know, we always say that uh, for South Africa to, to survive, the ANC has got to go and we stand by that. Well, that is Lerato Gobenia and she is the national spokesperson for Action SA. FM Rewind, 88.1.